0: Hey, it's Jess, and welcome to The Heart Strong, a podcast where we explore navigating the challenges in our lives. It's my personal mission to guide you towards your greatest potential. So come along with me as we explore living with courage, or as I put it, living heartstrong. All right, on today's podcast, I'm sitting down with my friend Jen Dewert. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jess. (laughs) Jen serves with her husband Jeremy as the senior leaders of City First Church, a growing, multi generational, multicultural church with multiple locations Mm. in Florida and Illinois. Lots of Maltese in there. I know. I was just thinking (laughs) about that when I was, I'm like, ooh, got a lot of Maltese. Jen is a pastor, communicator, author, and founder of the Original Women's Conference. She holds a master's degree in ministerial leadership, and she's passionate about encouraging and empowering. Others to step into their Mm -hmm. God-given callings. Through her original conferences, thousands of women have discovered their destiny and purpose. Jen is also mom to three sons. We got two boy moms here. Boy moms, 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 yay! (laughs) And I'm honored to call her a friend. And Mm -hmm. so I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. Welcome.
1: Thank you, Jess. I'm so honored to be here. Thank Thank you for asking me. And just fun to sit down with a friend and have a chat.
0: It is. And I want to thank City First Church and. All the other people who are in this room who are mm-hmm. making this possible. It's super fun to do this in person. Yes. I am really excited about it. So yeah. thank you. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about the negative voices that are in our head and how they impact our lives, how we view ourselves, and also how it impacts us living into our purpose. Mm. And we're talking about leadership mm. and serving through our stories. And so something that you might not know about me is I'm kind of like really interested and nerd out a little bit on the idea of faith and culture I think it's Mm -hmm. very interesting especially in the world that we live in today and this podcast is all about how we grow through challenges in our lives and I don't think we can talk about life challenges and growth without also talking about faith and questions and what do we believe in and why and for me personally like that's been such an important part of my story and so I always want to invite people into that because I think that's how we come to know ourselves and so today we're going to explore some of that with I'm Jen. excited yeah Woo-hoo. so, so honored
1: to be here and be able you. to sit down yeah, and
0: it's really fun yeah
1: and I do hope at some point and maybe when we talk about packs that yeah. we get to talk about even how our friendship yeah. um how our paths merged yeah. because it comes it comes down to that it like it really do does the, some difficult challenges that we had yeah. and how our stories merged. So, merged together yeah. yeah, so I'm excited
0: about that, too. <laughs> I think that's a really fun part about our relationship yes. that a lot of people don't know. Yeah. So, so a 2020 study found that humans have 60,000 thoughts a day, that's which crazy. I kind of believe.
1: <laughs> I, Do women have more? Yeah, I, my, I don't <laughs> I know. I was like, ooh, I want to
0: <laughs> get into that a little bit more. And then the National Science Foundation, this is really interesting, says that 80% of our thoughts are negative. Mm. And 95% of our thoughts are repetitive. So we're having repetitive, negative thoughts filling our mind throughout our day, which is exhausting, Yes, right? I'm not surprised.
1: I mean, mean, yeah,
0: I'm not either. And you think about all what that means that humans are carrying around, right? I mean, which is crazy. Yep. So I was recently at one of your original women's nights. Mm -hmm. You have about 500 women on a Friday night and we kind of get together Mm -hmm. and you talk about different things. And this night you were talking about unsubscribing Hmm. from like the negative emotions that are in our heads. And I I just, I felt when I was in the room, like Mm -hmm. I felt like everybody was just like, oh my gosh, yes, yes, yes. It was, it's just something I sensed that that women were like, I feel this way, you know? And so I'm wondering if you can share with us as we begin today, like what was going on in your own mind Mm -hmm. where you were like, this is something I wanna think about and Mm -hmm. I wanna teach about. Yeah,
1: no, it's a good question. (laughs) Uh, so the the idea of unsubscribe just to you know talk about for a second I I, that night I talked about how our minds are kind of like inboxes yeah and and we uh, a lot of times we give ourselves you know it's kind of like our physical inbox all of a sudden like there's all kinds of things that are filling it filling it filling it and before you know it your inbox is completely filled with things that you're like wait a second I didn't even know i invited that in yeah. <laughs> like maybe you bought That's something so at nordstrom's and now yeah. everybody has you know is trying to sell you something in yep. your and the more we have a lot of times it actually drowns out the things that we should be paying attention to mm. the things that maybe we you know we we really want to have and so the idea of that there is this little button in your mm-hmm. email inbox called unsubscribe. And I think even in iCloud now, it's actually up at the top. It it is. You don't even it have is. to scroll yeah. to the bottom of the email and hit unsubscribe, but you can actually hit unsubscribe. And I just thought that was an Ill- really interesting um, concept um, when it comes to our physical minds because mm-hmm. a lot of times I don't even think we pay attention yeah. to what we're thinking about. Yeah. And so, but once we do and we're going, oh, my goodness, we, we start taking notes like our tallying, you know, oh, am I thinking about negative things all the time? And am am I repetitively thinking about negative things? Yeah. Once you know what those things are and the challenges and the and the mind games that you're having, then going, okay, I'm going to intentionally now Unsubscribe and really Mm -hmm. that whole message um, on that Friday night came out of a journey that I had been on where I felt for probably like the last 18 months. I mean, I think it was like two months ago I spoke that message. I had just been man in a a funk in my mind and there's just i would wake up in the middle of the night and my inbox would be out of control um negative thoughts you know things that man even when i say them out loud i almost feel like i almost cringe but my Mm. big line um if we're just going to have an honest conversation here my big line has always been you're so stupid like i literally wake up in the middle of the night and that is the first thing that comes into my mind and um and it's so you know and then during the day it would mm-hmm. it, it'd be that repetitive thought mm-hmm. and um I just remember I was actually taking a walk around our neighborhood because mm-hmm. we're neighbors we're our neighbors <laughs> we're neighbors and I just felt like um since we're going to talk about faith the Lord yeah. was like it's time to unsubscribe mm-hmm. like that is not that's it, not truth it's not who I've made you to be it's not what I'm that's not how I'm asking you to walk. You can't walk out your purpose if that's what yeah. you believe about yourself. And so it's I've been on this journey then of going, no, I'm gonna unsubscribe. And literally, even last night I woke up in the middle of the night, um, and I had I started to lean into that thought, and I was like, no, no, no I unsubscribed from that. So I'm mm-hmm. not picking that back up. That's not allowed in my inbox. And so, and obviously, that's a how we go about you know recognizing those and then unsubscribing that's a journey that's a journey and it's it's discovering kind of really I think just paying attention Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times and I think I would challenge the listeners to be like okay actually think about what you're thinking yeah like noticing right notice like like like, noticing
0: like okay now I'm going down that path like you did when you woke up yes and I don't want to think about that anymore yeah instead of just you know, because we think we are our emotions or we think we are our thoughts. And it's yes. almost like looking at it in the th- as a third person, yes. right, of just mm-hmm. noticing.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Uh, and I think a lot of times if we were to – if the way we talk to ourselves, we would never allow someone to talk to somebody we love like yeah. that. And I would never talk – I would never talk to you yeah. the way sometimes I talk to myself yeah. in my mind. I just would never do that. But we feel this permission almost or this like it's almost – that we deserve to talk negatively mm-hmm. to ourselves, I think sometimes maybe mm. I don't know what all the you know psychology is in it but uh yeah I think that that is a really uh, and I I've actually heard this quote uh, I think I used it that night Jenny Allen she's an author and she recently wrote a book called um I think get out of your head yep. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. it's really great title yep. and but she talks about the She's like, I'm convinced that the greatest battle of our generation is being fought between our ears. Wow. And I would say working with a lot of women, working with a lot of just people in general, you know, men and women, like, you know, I'm a pastor. My husband and I are pastors of a church. We sit down with a lot of people. We are connected to a lot of people. And I don't know of one person who doesn't to some degree have things that they're battling that are untrue yeah. that i don't think god ever meant us to be speaking those things to ourselves and so yeah i think just even having being aware of what we're thinking what we're telling ourselves and then it's it's not just enough sometimes to either just to be like oh there it is I know it's negative but then you have to replace that right you have to be like okay you know for me in my faith journey I look at the scripture and go what does God say about who I am about what he's called me to do about how he's asked me to live and then I take that lie and I replace it with something that I believe to be true about myself yeah. so On the thought of replacing, I I think that's really interesting
0: because so for me, one thing that I have done before is I've literally taken my journal and I will write down all Mm -hmm. the things, the negative messages that I'm telling myself or Mm. the things about my life. And then I've made myself and I don't know how where I got this idea, replace it with something else. Mm. So it's like like for me, sometimes I feel like, well, things are too broken things are too far gone you're never going to do the things that you really want to do mm-hmm. because you're always going to have a tragedy in your life like, these are the things that i tell yeah. myself yeah. and i've had to literally write down another side of a piece of paper you're created on purpose. That's right. Your story matters. Mm-hmm. The things that you're going through are gonna be part of the reason that you do accomplish the things that you yeah. desire. Mm-hmm. But it's like we have to be so intentional about that. So like let's just be really practical. Like you noticed that you were having these thoughts. Yep. You decided that you wanted to, to change or you mm-hmm. want to do something and it's it's a practice, like how's it going? Like, how's that practice (laughs) going? Like, what does it feel like to Mm -hmm. notice it? And is it something that you have to be aware of, like, every day? Or Mm -hmm. like, how are you kind of practically going about that? Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I think, I mean, yeah, I I, I think a couple things. First of all, I think it, it is going to, it is a daily battle. I, I, you know, and do I think things get a little easier as you walk and as you journey yes but i think it's it it is a it's kind of like health you know like if you're gonna get yourself like in shape man those first like six weeks that you go to the gym yeah (laughs) you're like why am i here (laughs) um but as you i mean you know six weeks you're feeling a little better. Six months, Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, I'm, I'm feeling stronger. It's not like you're actually to lift, able to lift more. And then you were when you weren't doing anything. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes our mind, we do have to look at it like a muscle. I think it it, is, you know what I mean? And going, okay, I have to, I'm going to have to be very intentional and you're going to, it's going to There's going to have to be a discipline to it. I loved your journal idea of going. I think there's something powerful about sitting down and actually writing it down and not just letting it be. And that takes time. Yeah. It's going to take time. It's going to take effort. It's going to take investment. And um, and I think, you know, and I do think for. One of the things I remember as a message I, I spoke long, long time ago it was called Unstuck. And because mm. I think that I go through seasons of this where I'm like really winning. Yeah, I think we all have the like where I'm, I'm winning the the battle of my mind and yeah. winning. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a second. I'm <laughs> my inbox is full, yeah. full again. And I remember um, there's a scripture that talked about um, remembering what how God has come through in the past. And I think Mm. for you and for part one of the things I remember, too, is in order to help me move forward is I remember, okay, I'm not going to be here forever. Like it's not like God's I've seen him, you know, I've I've, I've won before Mm -hmm. I've I've beat this before I've i am I've gotten strong before and I'm going to do it again. And so I, I can tend to look back and go, okay, where have I seen God pull through for me in the past? And then I hold on to those things. So I think those are some of the the practical, you know, and like I said, that replacement idea of I do like, you know, what my go to is, is like if I'm feeling certain ways, I, I find a scripture and I and, and sometimes and if you're new to like even this whole like like scripture thing or Bible or, or, or you're kind of like, I don't even know where to start. Talk to a friend who yeah. even like, who knows that. Or if that's not even something that you are journeying in right now, a faith journey, ask somebody like, I would be like, Jess, what do you see in me? Mm. That what would be like, this is what I'm dealing with. Yeah. What, um, you know, what do you see in me mm-hmm. that I can hang on can hang to? On that to. would be a truth. And I think that is part of it. Honestly, and I know we're maybe going to talk about this later but I think community is huge in you know kind of once you I think that's why that night was so powerful because there was 500 women who were all going oh dear I thought I was the only one
0: yes I'm not yes I was the only one yes yes I was the only
1: one that dealt with this and you know we had this little exercise where we wrote down Mm -hmm. it was just this last minute idea I had we wrote down what our our lie was that we were believing and then we crumpled it up and we threw it and I was like I was like well i have no idea how many. maybe there's gonna be two people that come down and like throw their you know just going no i'm done with this i'm unsubscribing and i don't know there might have been two people that actually didn't do that yeah it was <laughs> because the floor was full yes it was yeah. it was it was a powerful mm-hmm. moment and i think part of the power of that was going i'm not alone in this and because i think we tend to do that we like i that. can look at you jess and go um man, you're a go-getter, you, you, you're walking out your purpose, you are so smart, I mean, you're, you're intelligent, you're great at what you do, and I could sit back and be like, Jess doesn't struggle with the same right. things in, my, in her mind as I do in mine, and they might not be exactly the same, but you have yeah. battles, and I think part of it is when we are not um, sitting down, talking, talking, yeah. and you're not sharing, this is where I'm at, I think it's hard sometimes to, um, yeah, I, I think it just gives us good perspective. Yeah. so let's talk about
0: that for a second, about this idea that there are some people that we think are <laughs> exempt from these ideas, right? <laughs> I think it's a really important mm-hmm. thing to talk about. Yes. So someone might look at you, Jen, and they mm-hmm. might say, well, you're, you're pastoring this church, you have all of this experience, you lead in front of all these people, you're comfortable on a stage, you're a great mom, you're beautiful, you're, you're intelligent, like all of the things. You have all, you're, you have all the things. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, these are, these are real things that people right. would say, right? Mm-hmm. Someone like her mm. doesn't have these mm. negative thoughts. Someone mm. like her doesn't struggle with mm. these things. and But that's just not true. No. No. Like, do you know anyone? Think of the people, because you have a, a wide range of mm-hmm. people, you know, people all over the place who are, quote, unquote, I'm using air quotes, successful yes. mm-hmm. at what they're
1: doing that don't struggle with negative thoughts in their head. No, I think I, I don't know one. And I think I kind of bought into that lie at one point hmm. in my life where I was like, no, I know like the people that I look up to, you know, um, in my line of work, people who are great communicators, people who are just walking confidently in their calling yeah. and what they're in their purpose, they don't struggle with the same things I do. And I nothing could be further from the truth. I think they've just figured out that they're not going to buy into the, to the lie and they're not going to live that way. And they're going to do the hard work and the heart work to, um, to, to combat those. And there really is, honestly, I think people it's, it's yeah. And I think when we do that, when, which comes to comparison, you know what I mean? We start to compare ourselves, man, that is an incredibly, um, Comparison will keep us isolated mm-hmm. and it will keep us, um, um, it'll tell us to sit down yeah. and Be shut quiet. up. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You said it so much nicer, Be quiet. <laughs> And quiet. Uh, but man, I, I've just discovered that so many people, the people that I look up to are p- also people that are, are dealing with things and I it's 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 just easy to sit and go well they don't have that struggle right or the same type of struggles and again they might be a little bit different but I think those people are just people who have decided mm. honestly yeah to go I'm not gonna let my feelings dictate what I step into mm-hmm. um, whether that be fear insecurity um, what whatever your thing is that you your negative thought that you keep repeating over and over um you know and to go no I'm not gonna let that and that's a battle I mean I can't I mean people like you even said it like well you're confident on a stage I'm like well if you would have seen me 15 years ago I was like I my husband had to drag (laughs) drag (laughs) me up there you know and was like seriously like "Like, I just want you to greet the people at church greet the guests and I'm like I would sit on the front row and be like, I hate this. Why am I doing this? And then I'd get up there and be like, welcome to church. (laughs) You know, and I, but I knew that what got me up on that stage was the fact that I knew that I'm called to love people. I'm called to help, um, help people uh, discover Jesus. Mm. And if I, and and the role I'm in, if that's, that I have to do that in order to be able to walk out that purpose and calling that's not going to be everybody's purpose and calling is to sit with a microphone in front of their face and I think um you know I just it's yeah I just you just have to choose to go and that's going to be a I think sometimes we think we we if it's comfortable then it's right yes and that's not uh, I have this more I've discovered in life mm-hmm. is that actually it's <laughs> the more uncomfortable you are mm-hmm. probably that's what you're supposed to be doing <laughs> <laughs> so that that's like
0: exactly kind of goes into one of the other things I was thinking about but also in something that's not on um, that I just thought of sitting yeah. here was just how neg our negative emotions can impact our living on our purpose Mm. and are living out courageously Mm. doing stepping out in faith and courage for the things that we are called to do and how they keep us small you know and Mm -hmm. how they can really inhibit us and so you know if you're listening and you're struggling with these negative thoughts and you feel like they're crippling an impetus for you to to work through them to start noticing them to writing them down to writing the antidote to them is that by not Doing that, you're actually
1: inhibiting yourself from the calling on your life, potentially, right? right? I think so. And don't let's not like, um, over yeah, calling, yeah, that's your calling as a mom. Well, just showing up for your kids, showing up for your kids. Just, I mean, this is practical everyday stuff or living in joy. I mean, it takes
0: away the joy, right? It takes away just if you think about the kind of parent that you want to be or the yeah. kind of spouse that you want to be or the yeah. kind of manager at work that you want to be yeah those things yes.
1: are they're robbing our joy yeah right no I I completely agree and I think yeah taking uh those those steps to recognizing what they are uh, the the negative thoughts that we have and the the, the path that we go down in in our minds recognizing those and and taking captive those thoughts you know and really being intentional yeah. that means that's a scripture you know and that means being very intentional then i think we do we start to go okay we we do really start to discover who we are and be able to walk out you know our macro purpose and our micro purpose in the everyday things and find joy in and, and the life that we're, we're called to live and what God's put in our hands. So one of the things that enhances our negative thoughts
0: is loneliness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. being by ourselves, which yeah. is really an epidemic. Because if you people are lonelier than they ever yep. have been. Yep. And then you add to that the seemingly perfect lives that people have on social media where, you know, we all mm-hmm. sit behind our phones and think, Oh, it must be nice that <laughs> she's got, you know
1: Her kids are perfect. <laughs> her kids are perfect. Her perfect. Her life's perfect and you know, yes. everything. You know, her mm-hmm, marriage is perfect mm-hmm. or
0: whatever mm-hmm. it is um but science suggests that loneliness reinforces our negative thoughts like mm-hmm. it's like this positive mm-hmm. feed, feedback loop right so mm-hmm. we, we we think negatively about ourselves no one no one wants to be around me i'm not good enough i'm stupid right. i'm broken yep i'm not you know and then we stay by ourselves and it just keeps going right in mm-hmm. a loop and i and i'll say that that i've experienced seasons of that yep. so i I, mm-hmm. I know it's true for the end of one which is me but it suggests that the antidote to that might be community Mm -hmm. and a faith community for for people. And so I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about your experience Mm -hmm. of the power of community, the power of a faith community, as it pertains to just your own life and experience, Mm -hmm. but also like what you've seen in the people
1: that you do life with and serve. Yeah, no, it's a really good question. I think that... um, I think, first of all, I think the way our world is set up right now is really it – it is – everything about it is – just stay to yourself hmm. you know i remember actually somebody saying you know we used to have front porches and now we have back decks oh, that's so, so true. like the front porch was where people gathered like you knew your, you know like we didn't like people didn't have attached garages now we just pull into our garage like, shut, the shut, or shut the door shut the door you don't you know and especially up here in the midwest yep. we don't see our neighbors for like because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's freezing because it's freezing and um but and then you you put in there the busyness of life mm-hmm. like our our kids are in seven different sports and you're running here you're running there and you don't have the time to actually invest in the things that are maybe going to be life-giving mm-hmm. to you because if we're just running around like chickens with our heads cut off is my mom used to say yeah. and we that gives us no it's, it's hard to then become very intentional about creating that community and we see that even in in our world in church attendance. I mean, people attend church now like once every, uh, I mean, before COVID it was four weeks and now it's like up to six to eight weeks. A and year a, or, are, um, or once every six, once every weeks. six weeks. So okay. once every two months, like okay. say. So that's six times a yeah. year. And um, for us, I mean, as pastors, we're saying, listen, w- community, I mean, we were, when you read all throughout scripture, we are wired to be together. Yeah. That is the way, you know, even, you know, the f- Adam and Eve, like, it's not good for man to be alone. That's not just for marriage. That mm-hmm. is like, you are for not human for humans. Yeah. It's not good to be alone. And we live in a society where we're kind of like. Like, everything is set up to kind of just keep us to ourselves. Well, yeah, Amazon and pick up your Starbucks. Exactly. You don't even have to go to Target. Drive to up get- <laughs> Target. I mean,
0: yeah, it is. Yes, everything. Yeah. And
1: so I think that, I mean, I completely agree with that. I think science and spirituality, yes. I mean, there's so much about the scripture that was way ahead of its time, mm-hmm. you know, like that were things we're just discovering now scientifically that we're like, oh, actually... We've, always, say known this. That we've yeah. always known this. Yeah. And I think the power of community is one of those things. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to be, I think it's important, I would say. I hate saying that, you have to be. But I think it's important that we go, okay, how are we putting ourselves purposefully in community with other people. Yeah. Um, and I think the faith aspect and the church aspect is a huge part of that. We've even started doing yeah. that like as neighbors. Like neighbors, we have yeah. our you know our little neighborhood Bible study we're calling it and but even with that, I mean, I think 20 years ago would've been easy to be like every week like we're going to get together and right. now we're going man with our your schedule and yeah, you know our every, friend's schedules yeah. everybody's schedule like okay every 3 to 4 weeks but I applaud that because I'm like, we're being intentional about it. We're putting ourselves in that area where we're having, we're not just together, but we're having honest conversations. Mm -hmm. We're sharing where we're really at. And I think that's something that's hugely missing in our world. And I think those are powerful aspects of a faith community is that you're able to share, you're able to um, pray for each other. Mm -hmm. You're able to um, journey with each other, text each other, hey, you know, how are you doing with that? How is, how is Bodie doing today? I know it wasn't, I didn't Mm -hmm. see him get on the bus. You know what I mean? Those are, I know those seem like simple things, but those are things that most people do not have in their life right now. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think for us, at least what we've seen is that the power of a faith community is, um, is an antidote to a lot of that loneliness. Well, and it also, I
0: think I love what you said about the intentional piece of it. So, again, if you're listening and mm-hmm. you're feeling the negative emotions and you're feeling the loneliness, sometimes it's like getting to the gym the first time is really uncomfortable. Oh my yes. Walking into a church yes. the first time is that really uncomfortable, uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, or walking yep. into a community yep. of people that you're like, I know I need this. I'm dealing with these negative emotions that say you don't belong here or you're not cool enough to be here or you know whatever those things are and it's like plowing through that and saying i'm gonna i'm gonna give this a go and i also think the other piece is like we get afraid to open ourselves up to people Mm -hmm. and i know that i i can do this in my life because when things are going on you're like i don't want to burden, burden. them mm-hmm. i don't really want to even get into it like yeah. i don't want to put this uh, or i'm afraid of how they're going to react to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so i think those are real things that we feel and yeah. i mean i have felt and so it's finding but you have to work at yeah finding a community finding people that you want to be part of and then opening yourself up to them
1: yeah and i think too and i, I mean i'll say I, just being honest as a pastor you know i know that Um, it's, it, it can be hard to find that right community of faith sometimes, but I want to challenge those that are listening, you know, don't just, you know, my husband said, (laughs) says this, he's like, just because you had a bad haircut once doesn't mean you don't go get another haircut. Like you just like, just, um, it's, and it's going to take effort. Like we have people that come to our church. That'll be like, we tried, we were looking for church for six months. like they were just like where where do we find that we belong and we feel like we can we can plant Mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like and, be, Put part roots of down and yeah. be part of something and be part of something um and i think man putting yourself out there and it is i mean we, we i say all the time like especially i mean i used to do every the greeting every sunday morning be like if you've braved walking in this place for the very first time yeah cuz it is brave mm-hmm. i think to walk into a new church a new space a new place for the very first time yeah. and but um, i think what you'll find and is if you if you seek it out you'll find you'll that find place it. where you where you belong and you know the cool thing is too now you can actually check out a church online <laughs> <laughs> before you, before you go. go you yeah, know and true. and different churches be like this is what you can expect mm-hmm. and this is how I mean they'll take you through tours of, mm-hmm. video tours of the mm-hmm. church you know and I mean it's just um but sometimes it, it's we understand especially I mean I think we've tried to do this at City First to be like listen it's okay there's no experience necessary yeah uh, you belong here it's everybody is welcome mm. and it's you know we're all on a spiritual journey and no matter where you're at you're welcome here so find a place where you can um yeah start discovering yeah. that
0: start and take the first step yeah. yes right yeah right it's good so i want to talk about original conference okay because you're it's coming up yeah april 21st 20, 20, se- and 22nd, 22nd. Yep. friday
1: night through a Saturday. Okay. Like early so evening. if
0: you're in northern Illinois, Chicagoland mm-hmm. area mm-hmm. and you're listening and you're welcome to come. We're inviting you. Oh yes. We'd love it's to have a, you it's come. It's a really beautiful service and I think what I so I remember I, I this isn't in my notes, but I, I mm-hmm. was I'm gonna I'm gonna share it. I came to original conference we, I didn't know you. Mm-hmm. I think it was maybe a few years after Ethan died. I mm-hmm. sat up in the way back because I hadn't set foot in a church in probably three or four years mm-hmm. because I was angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was just, there were just so many things that had happened. And I remember sitting there and I remember thinking to myself, I'm a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I have a history of going to church my whole life, so it's mm-hmm. not like this was new, but yeah. just, and I was like, you know, uh, and then there was somebody that talked, I can't remember who it was, and she was t- kind of talking about a struggle in her life. And it was like, I'm like, OK, well, I don't have the same one, but she's openly talking about hers. Mm-hmm. So and she's vulnerably sharing. Yeah. So, OK, this is cool, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it it kind of drew me in, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it felt like maybe there's maybe there's something here for me. Mm-hmm. And so I guess I just want to say that it's a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a person listening or a woman listening like you don't have to come to this or anything else that you feel drawn to because you're a hundred percent sure that it's for you mm, mm-hmm. and it's okay to walk into something saying, I'm not in the best place. I'm not sure I'm down yes. with this. I'm kind of ticked off in my life right now. <laughs> yes, I'm, a yes, little, yes. I'm a little, I'm a little, you know, and, and that's honest, yes. right? Because no. And so, you know, and so I, I don't know how many, I actually found something cause I was looking up the ticket that I bought this year mm-hmm, and it was mm-hmm. like, 2015 or 2016 wow. like yeah so it was in my calendar yeah. so it's I've been coming for this time and it's just really beautiful to watch what you've mm-hmm. created so mm-hmm. I guess Thank I want to know like you know what what are you noticing about women mm-hmm. and their needs and what what is kind of like your heart your intuition telling you of how you want to serve women mm-hmm. given the culture and the world that we're living mm-hmm. in
1: well, that's a really good question. And first of all, thank you for those <laughs> kind words. Seriously, yeah. it's that's I mean, we've you know, I think this is going to be year 16. Wow. And, you know, really the heart of it is just to set a table. Yeah. For women to come and um, experience, you know, um, jesus i mean really at the end of the day it's all about jesus for us and so but it, it doesn't matter where you're at like just to repeat what i said on your spiritual journey yeah. and it's the same with original it isn't i i think that's the thing we have to debunk too in our heads and i love that you talked about that is that like it's not like it's not church isn't just for the spiritual people yeah no for people who have it all figured altogether, out right i'm like are you are you kidding yeah. me really what we are is just a A bunch of broken people that are choosing to come together and go we want to learn how to love Jesus more and 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 see what he and and connect with our creator the one who who made us and so I think that is honestly the heart of I mean in church the church in general but original is original in itself the term it's not just like you know in this world right now it's kind of like just be an original like nobody's like you and yes that's true but actually that idea is um living out our original design that mm. god created for us mm. like and that ultimately we believe is to be in relationship with him and so if we can just set a table, i i think at the most basic i mean i th- we've talked a couple things like you know we've talked about community and we've mm-hmm. talked about the mind which i think are Two huge things, yeah. which I would say are at the very top of the list that I feel like women deal with, mm-hmm. my the in the mind, and um, you know that mental health and kind of struggling with those thought our thought life a lot of times, and then community. Like yeah. we, w- I think women have a hard time kind of stepping into community. I don't know if it's our insecurities. I don't know if it's our comparison. Comparison, yes. Like we don't. The, the weird thing, right, is that we want to be fully known. Yeah. Like we really desire mm-hmm. that, but then we don't put ourselves in those places, in those places where we can be fully known. Right. And um, so I think those are a couple of things that women mm-hmm. deal with, but at its most basic issue, like if I'm speaking to what I think women deal with, I honestly feel like everything that we, and again, this is from my perspective as a pastor, yep. I feel like everything that we struggle with, that we deal with, that we are... are our fears, our insecurities, our struggles, our all the things. I think it can come back to um, a disconnectedness from from God, mm-hmm. and when we when. I, I love this line. We actually said it at that original unsubscribe. Like if you knew Jesus, then you'd love him. Hmm. Like if you, and I think the church sometimes, and I'll own this. Maybe you're listening today and you are saying, but I was hurt at a church or I, you know, I've had, I've known, you know, people who wore the t-shirt for Jesus. Right. They would not. There's no what, like the that, authenticity piece. I think yes, it's a huge yes, one for yes. people. Yes, and yeah. I would just say, you know, if you. If you've experienced that, man, I, I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. And I just say, I'm sorry that you experienced that. But man, it's, you know, mm-hmm. God is bigger than his people, thank God. Because <laughs> even in my humanness, I know yeah. I've let people down. I know that I have not always, you know, reflected Christ in the way I should have. But I do know this. I know that I am fully known and loved by my creator and he desires to be in relationship with me and I think that everything that we struggle with and deal with if we if we really knew God's thoughts towards us if we really understood who he was not we'll never fully understand who he is like he's his the depths of who he is is too great but even just if we if, if we could connect with him I think we would I think we'd see a lot of the things that maybe we struggle with not they don't disappear but we're not doing them alone right we're not um and I think uh yeah so I think our original is all about introducing people to Jesus and and saying hey listen um we think that the ultimate thing that you can have is a relationship with Jesus and and in that doesn't make all I mean following Jesus doesn't make everything go away like I think that's a lie. Yeah, that that's, a lie. Lie. that's right. a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. Right. You know, or that things will always be You'll get everything you want. The yes, outcome's gonna yes. be yeah, no, that's not no, it's not yeah. I think you know but I think you're not alone mm-hmm. anymore and I think there is per gives purpose to the pain that mm-hmm. we walk in through. Um and there's uh, yeah. 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 I love so, that. That's yeah. good. That's good. I know all of your listeners are like, Whoa, this is a no, we're talking no. Jesus <laughs> today. <laughs>
0: I love you, Jen. I love, I love you. you, Jess. So let's talk a little bit about like this church community. Like I, I wanna talk about get into the culture and faith piece because I think one of the things that I really respect about you and Jeremy and about mm-hmm. what I know that you do is that you want to faith to be relevant for people because you know that you can't just spout all the words. Like people have to come and they have to feel like this is applicable to my life. And I and so in order to do that as a pastor and a leader, you have to know what's going on in the world. You have Mm -hmm. to be in tune to the culture and to the things that people are dealing with. And I think that you guys do a really, really good job of that. Um so you said actually it was maybe a week ago, like there's so many more people coming to church lately and we're Mm -hmm. not even sure where they're coming from. Like (laughs) what I mean that's super cool. And why do you think that is? Because mm-hmm. I guess the the other the other question that I wanted to ask you, which we can get into too, is that people are kind of leaving church today. Like mm-hmm. that there there's mm-hmm. there's that going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And so what do you think are like what's down the middle of that road? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the issues that people are like the desperation, I need this but yeah. I'm not sure about it? Like like yeah. how what are what's going on with people culturally that you're mm-hmm. seeing in mm-hmm. terms of church and then how are you trying to like address that for people and serve them and mm-hmm. what you're doing here it's good um,
1: I think that we are that there is a lot of which I think people are ex- I mean this was pre-COVID but obviously yeah. things are amplified sure. since COVID mm-hmm. but there is a um, I think people are experiencing a lot of pain um, I mean just in this world I mean I just think it's a it's just a broken world let's just be honest Um, uncertainty there's lots of Hmm. uncertainty and there's a lot of chaos like there's I mean it's I mean read the news it's just it's it's, overwhelming it's overwhelming and so I think I think people are when you sit in that for a while and for and are in it I think people start to go okay I I need to find some answers yeah. and I think a lot of people are coming because of what they're experiencing in the world and honestly we I think the world is promising a lot of things. Yeah. It's like if you do this You'll get this if you do that. Mm -hmm. If you live that way, you know, if you live your truth, you're just going to it's all going to we're always searching like we're just and uh, we were actually talking about this in our podcast or not our podcast (laughs) (laughs) in a life group the other day. Um, But everybody has that God shaped hole. And I think we can do all we want to fill that with money or, Mm. you know, accomplishments, accomplishments. You know a nice house yes uh, i mean that next best thing yeah, that yeah. we you know that we think we need um and ultimately um that brings happiness for a little while but once you i, I mean i think you if you live the way the world wants you to live for long enough uh, eventually at some point if you're intellectually honest with yourself i yeah. think because we can totally lie to ourselves and be like no no, no. i'm no i'm happy I'm really happy (laughs) you know (laughs) but I think if we really go I'm into being intellectually honest with myself um, a lot of people are coming to the place where they're saying
0: Mm.
1: there's got to be more
0: there's got to be more there's got to be more than this
1: And I think that's what we're seeing Mm -hmm. is people are, you know, they're experiencing that pain, uncertainty, -hmm. uncertainty, chaos, um, Mm -hmm. coupled with filling their life with all the things that they thought would bring them happiness. And it's just, I think people are going, there's more. And I do think there is a a hunger for, there's a spiritual hunger in people. I think that we're seeing like, even honestly, in the last like six months, it's Mm -hmm. like people want real. They're like, I there it's just I don't we're just kind of sensing that as is hmm. um pastors and I think you know how do we try and connect with that at city first I think man first of all we try and just really talk normal like I know that sounds really <laughs> like yeah you know I I can we're we're talking with people who 50 years ago maybe had some sense of like um you know like a like a they understood the terminology even some spiritual terminology mm. of scripture and the bible but uh you know it's it's almost like you know my they don't teach cursive anymore yeah in school you know yeah. and so both of my two older boys when i write in cursive they're like i can't i can't read this. i can't read that <laughs> and so i'm all like i'm sorry guys so i could either i could mm. as their mom be like what is your problem i'm going to keep writing in cursive yeah you know because darn it the school should have taught or i can be like well i'm gonna write in print (laughs) so that you can actually read what i am trying to say and so i think as a church we've tried to go okay how do we make these how do we just talk normal does that make sense like meeting people where they're at that's really what you're saying not being upset at you because you don't understand Mm -hmm. all the spiritual terminology or you don't know how to do church whatever that means um it's more going okay let's just like let's just try and be and we're not perfect at it you know and we have to keep reminding of ourselves of that but even just being like the people who are walking in our doors we are just we want to be real we want to be authentic we want to try and boil spiritual principles down to thing like they've got handles yeah. you know that um, they can take with them that they can take yeah. with them and um, just man, you know and I think people they do just want real so that's yeah. what I think like and they don't they want so when you walk in the doors I mean hopefully from the moment you actually drive on the parking mm-hmm. lot or you click on if you're watching online you know there's this sense of like these are just normal everyday people um but yet there's something different mm-hmm. because I'm, they're nice.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And more than Walmart or, yeah. you know, Target you know nice I mean, or whatever. Yeah. I
1: don't. That's not, there's not a lot of nice people out. I no, don't feel it anymore. Hard. I mean, people yeah. are just in a really difficult situation. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, I hope that answers. No, that. I think that I mean, that's true. I
0: think that that is just meeting people where they're at yes. is, it's such a simple thing, right? Yes. And it's in all these complex things it's actually pretty simple Mm -hmm. i think that's what and i do think the real is really big yes real is really big but (laughs) it's true people want real they're sick of being sold a bill of goods they're sick of being sold it by churches by politicians by whomever it is it's like they because at the end of the day i always say this i just actually recorded a podcast with a a cardiac surgeon Mm -hmm. and i asked him about the drive home Mm -hmm. on a hard day wow like what's that car ride like wow and I think, and I always think about this as people, because we all know, I mean, we all get in our car when we're by ourselves and mm-hmm. that's when we can have a good cry yeah, or we can <laughs> ca- go through the, the thoughts, that, the things that we're actually really thinking about where we can be really honest with ourselves. That's really good. And so it's like, those are the places that people need to be met
1: mm-hmm.
0: in those car ride thoughts. Yes. Right. And, yeah. and so when, and so everybody knows what that is. So, when they can detect it in an organization, in a church, in a person, in a whatever, yeah. that's what they're going to be drawn to that. Yes. Because people yes. are
1: desperate, I think, for real. I, I, a thousand percent. And I think even that unsubscribed message, I was yeah. actually looking at my notes of it at the top. I was all like, I I, I try and be a vulnerable, authentic mm. person. And that was a very raw message for me. Because I was. And you I were think people, people connect with that, though. Because yeah. I think we all. Yeah, and we just, and that's what we want. Just people, too, that are just willing to sit, like. Yeah. say y- it. Yeah, yeah. say it, it, and then just be like.
0: Yeah.
1: And also just, you know, sit down. Yeah. Have a conversation, yeah, have a conversation about it. And, yeah. I mean, we can't do that with everybody, you know, but there we have people around us. But this is a way we can do it, too, yes. right?
0: And just being honest. A thousand honest percent. About our lives. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: So I want to go back to what we talked about in the beginning about how we met. Yes, because I think that's a really cool part uh-huh. of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure we do that before we end. So we met, if I'm recalling properly, because both of our boys were working with like a developmental therapist yep. through like early intervention yep. or something. Mm-hmm. And she had connected us. And so you have a son named Pax mm-hmm. and he has Down syndrome, his yep. has Down syndrome. Yep. And he's 10, right? 11. 11. Oh, my gosh. He's 11. I know. Okay. It's oh, because he's the same as Chase. Yep. Yeah. 11. Mm-hmm. And um, he rides the bus with my son, Bodie, (laughs) together. (laughs) And, you know, that's kind of how we met. So tell Mm. me about PAX and tell Mm. me about how, I mean, we both have Mm. three boys Mm -hmm. and all of our kids are awesome and they all teach us something. Mm. There's something unique about what we learn from our kids who arrive, not the way we expected. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so... Tell us what you what Pax has taught you, what he's teaching you, and like even how he's impacted you
1: as a leader and a pastor. Mm. It's really good. I was thinking about this, you know, about how Pax has impacted my life. And I was actually like, How has Pax not impacted <laughs> my life? Well, there's a better question. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. um, yeah. But he, I mean, really, I, I think one of the first things is that is that (laughs) um, is that life even when life doesn't go the way you thought it would that there's beauty in it that doesn't mean it's always easy Mm -hmm. to find that it doesn't mean ever it does it's not unicorns and rainbows Mm -mm. it's not no a thousand we've had many conversations about this um but i think um I, i and i mean it's a little embarrassing like as a pastor like pax when pax was born i did have moments where i was like all right god here we are we're we love you Mm -hmm. we're serving you Mm -hmm. you know we how How did you know what i mean how does this happen and um and we had those very raw moments and i think there is but i think at the end of the day once you and again i feel like you've probably said this on the podcast before because mm. it's kind of like who you are like once you just choose to surrender that and go okay god um your ways are they're higher than mm-hmm. mine and i i don't know if i i don't know how to navigate this i don't know i'm 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 confused i'm very scared i'm I, i'm sad i'm sad i'm disappointed I'm, yes i'm, I mean, I'm honest yes emotions. i'm 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 grieving and I'm, you know, and when I look into the future, I'm panicked, (laughs) you know, I'm like, uh, but, but once I think PAX, honestly, has taught me to see the beauty in the every, every day and to, to look for it. Mm. and uh because it's there like yeah, it's there it is. and oh my gosh there's so many things yeah. like it just you know um I, I remember Jared when we found out and we had to announce to the church that we had Pax because we wanted to set the tone we didn't yeah. want a bunch of I'm sorry's we wanted like this is he is a gift to our family mm-hmm. um and he said he said you know packs God gave packs to us um so that we could take care of him but he's like i think more importantly so that he could take care of us oh, wow. and um wow. and i think i've seen that like mm-hmm. uh even with our two older boys we have you know three boys our oldest is 23 then 21 and then pax is mm-hmm. pulling up the rears there <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> at 11 mm-hmm. and he um i think some of the things honestly that i prayed for my two older boys mm-hmm. god answered those prayers through pax wow like when I would think about and pray about, I want my kids to be aware. Mm-hmm. I want them to be um, loving, compassionate. Mm-hmm. I want them to see the world differently. I want them to. I don't want them to be selfish yeah. and, <laughs> you know, me focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think PAX shifted that for a lot of us, mm-hmm. and even our church. Honestly, like it opened our eye. It it, it opened our eyes to to so much and um to a whole different community and to friendships Mm -hmm. and um so I think really with um yeah on
0: it so one of the things that PAX has done here is that you created the Champions Club and Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that real quick before we end because first of all I think it's super cool and I think it's a manifestation of your story. And I always think that Mm -hmm. out of the things of our lives that are challenging, we get to choose how the story goes. We get to make the choice about what we're going to do with it. We can be a victim or we can be a creator. I mean, those are sometimes the choices that we have to make. So good. And so it's much more fun and exciting and challenging and courageous to be a creator, you know, Mm. and it's Mm -hmm. easier to be a victim. Mm -hmm. Oh, this happened to us. Oh, so that's what I love about the example of champions club. So mm-hmm. tell us about champions club mm-hmm. and tell us why it's important.
1: And then I'll have a couple things to say about okay, it too. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Um, so champions club is our ministry to those with disabilities in our church. And we, uh, so it's ages four through, um, we have a teen program and then we also have adults that we call illuminators okay. and, uh, And so we um, serve that community on a weekly basis through Champions Club. And it was really interesting. We did not have um, that ministry called Champions Club um, at the church before PAX was born. After PAX was born, we, we were like, all of a sudden, our hearts mm-hmm. were exposed to a whole community of people. We're discovering that there's families who can't go to church mm-hmm. because um, the, fam- the, the typical, you know, um, classroom was not conducive for their child mm-hmm. to be in. And so we were like, what? I mean, I had never heard that before. I had no idea that parents who, you know, were, were not or one parent was going one Sunday yeah. And then the ne- other parent was going the next Sunday, and they were flip flopping because the their yeah, yeah it, because their child needed some you know special attention and a place where um, they could be cared for. And so we were like, oh my goodness! So we we heard about this ch- place called Champions Club at a church down in Houston. And so we were like, well, we're going to we're going to go packs of six weeks old. We loaded them up (laughs) and we went down and we Mm -hmm. we we saw their Champions Club and we were like, oh, my goodness, we've got to have this in Rockford. And so honestly, we um, put it out to our church and it was the the vision of it Mm -hmm. out to our church. And within six weeks, we had raised one hundred thousand dollars, which was (laughs) a lot. lot. I mean, that is a lot of money for where we are at and uh, I mean it was it was it, mm. yeah it was crazy especially for where the church was at 10 yeah. years ago yeah and and so then we just set out and we it's honestly the most beautiful thing that we have mm. at the church it's like I feel like everything else we've done has been like rubbing two <laughs> <laughs> dimes together you know yeah. what I mean two pennies yeah. together to like we we do all of our own painting we like I mean we we're very we tried to be very wise yeah. because you know we're nonprofit, right? But this we are like we're going over right. the top. Yeah. So Champions Club is the most beautiful yeah. place that we that we have at our church, and it's um, to serve that community and the community that we are, you know, honored mm-hmm. to get to be a yeah. part of. And it's been it's honestly it's it's a beautiful beautiful thing. Yeah. But that came out of packs. of packs, like, and we were like we're yeah. going to, you know, I mean, here's the deal. Um, disability it has marked us but it doesn't define That's us right and and so it's but part of who you it's are it's not p- all of who you it's are. it's not all of who i yeah. am it's marked us it it is a part of us yeah. i mean like it's and but um but it doesn't define us and the way it's marked us is it's exposed our our lives to new people new a new community and we've decided what is our part to play in that
0: yeah
1: yeah and it's also opens your hearts to people and in yes. your
0: awareness and you brought other people into that awareness too. And I think that is something that I love about it because my family's mm. gotten to come and mm. Bodhi gets to go to champions club and there isn't otherwise we would never be able to go to church as a family. I would never be able to sit mm. with my other two boys mm. because if he was in there, he would be screaming, <laughs> but he would have a good time. So it's in it's And so I think one of the gifts mm. of creating things out of our stories is seeing the cracks in in our society and the spaces that people don't want to see and then saying I'm going to stand in this little gap for you so that you can go to church with your family I mean that to me is like the fact that most places of faith I'm just going to be really honest Mm -hmm. who say that they follow Jesus but can't but people with disabilities and their families can't go to church i mean it's flabbergasting to me okay. mm-hmm. you know and so you're leading that and saying that and not mm-hmm. every church can do that or every church but it's that you're creating that awareness and so mm-hmm. i think that that is super awesome and uh, if you're listening Think about doing that at your own church or in your own community because it is really a gift. And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't doesn't have to be a hundred thousand dollars. Like it doesn't like. You could get some group of people to
1: volunteer, train them up a little bit. Yes, exactly. I mean, there's, there's a way, there's there's a way to to do do it, but, and and to open your arms to that community. And, and I just want to honor you, Jess, you know, I know this isn't about, you know, I mean, you know, not expecting this, but I just, I honor you. I, cause I see the same thing in your story that you. you are, you continually create, you know, purpose out of pain. And I just, um, I just commend you for oh, that i you. you inspire me oh, and uh, and thank i you. just i think you are incredible your curiosity and how you just are committed to learning and growing and in everything you you do it just it, it's beautiful and you. you your family is they're lucky to have you oh, <laughs> your voice you. and oh, and eric you. and just yeah. um i just and i'm honored to be your friend yeah. and I'm you. so grateful that God brought our past together. I fully believe that. Yes, me um, too. And um, it's been a really special friendship and relationship. Yeah. And I'm just... I mean, I'm honored to be your friend, honored Thank that you. you asked me. Hopefully, yes. <laughs> there's well, some good stuff in here. No, this has, been great. No, this has been, been great.
0: So I have one question before yes. we, oh, boy. we end, because I've been asking all of my guests this, yes. this question. And, you know, one of my goals this season, or kind of the theme, is like who we become and what mm-hmm. we create from mm-hmm. the heartaches we witness in others and the adversities that we face in our life. Like, who are we becoming because mm-hmm. of that? Mm-hmm. We've really talked a lot about that today yeah. in, you know, talking about your work. But I want to know, what do you like about Jen? What's mm. more beautiful about Jen? Not about just f- about you because mm. of the challenges that you've faced and because of the things that you've opened yourself up to in your life.
1: It's mm. a good question. I know it's a hard <laughs> question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say I love that I don't give up. That mm. I'm just not going to give up. Like it one. just like it's it's just that it's the whole stay the path mm-hmm. like I'm I've always been kind of a feisty person, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think in this world nowadays, there isn't. Um, I just, I think there's a lot of starting and stopping things, and a lot of I, I don't know. Longevity is not
0: consistency. Consistency, is not, yeah. longevity. Not uh, yeah.
1: And and so I'm like, if I can be just someone who is just consistent, mm. like, and and I. I you know, we've been pastors at this... We're, we're at the same church, which is so crazy, mm. From like since I was two years old. Wow. Like, I'll be 50 this year. So almost, I didn't realize
0: it was that long. Yeah. Oh, my oh yeah, since well, I was two, yeah, 48 years. Time. And then
1: Jared came when he was a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. And we have basically, since he was like 21, which Jared will be... I, he's over 50 now. And we won't, we won't do, <laughs> <we're gonna be laughs> his age. But no, anyway, um, yeah. you know, I just think I'm like even... I just am like, God, just give let us be people who are planted and mm-hmm. consistent. Like oh, they're still there. <laughs> they're still, they're there. still there. They're still there. Mm-hmm. They're still just loving people, loving Jesus. Mm-hmm. They're the same. They're if I show up, they're gonna be there. And I just and so I think for me, I think being consistent and and being sticking to something is to me, I'm like, okay, we can do that you
0: know. Beautiful. Thank you, Jen. Love you, my friend. Love too. <laughs> Thank you for joining me here on the Heartstrong podcast. Please rate and review this podcast and share an episode that you love with a friend, because when you do, you help us grow our mission of encouraging people to grow through the challenges of their lives and to live their full potential. We'll see you next time.